Welcome to the Sales Tips for Pros podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. On this episode of the Sales Tips for the Pro Show, we consider how leaders and larger organizations can build the know-how to build and sustain high performance. Our guest today is Pierre Labelle, who is the founder and chief results officer at Results, a Toronto-based performance and leadership consulting services firm, which specializes in enterprise performance and human capital and resource optimization. Pierre and his team offer business modeling, strategy development, performance scorecarding, enterprise risk management, human capital strategy, leadership development, and coaching. For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more at cpsa.com. And remember to subscribe to the CPSA podcast through iTunes, Google Play, and more. Welcome, Pierre. Great to have you on the show today. Thank you very much, Kristen, for the opportunity to speak with you. So we've got so many rich questions here, so I'm going to dive right into it. And the first thing I'm curious, Pierre, about is what are the major tools and tactics needed to achieve sustained success? Big question. Short answer on that one, and and I'll dive into that a bit more in in a second. But the short answer is that there is not one single silver bullet that's going to cut across all organizations and all sectors. But when I think of what's critical in terms of major tools for a successful sales organization, I think of uh, both inward and outward facing the strategies and tools and things to really consider. So from an outward facing perspective, I think it is critical that every sales organization needs to have a great understanding of its organization's sweet spot. In other words, what are the product services or bundling of both that customers or potential customers want to need that ultimately help them gain advantage in its business. Second thing on an outward facing perspective is a strong and pro- provocative sales proposition. My experience is even great organizations today still struggle with having that provocation that centers around the, the value proposition or the unique selling offering to, to customers or to prospective customers. And that's a huge, huge need in a lot of organizations that we work with. A strong brand and product awareness is is very critical around products and services. Um, A sales strategy and a plan that actually is clear. um, It's linked to the business's financial, customer, operational learning needs. And then that strategy and plan needs to cascade right down to the uh, sales territory or sales rep. Without that clarity, um, oftentimes people focus on the wrong things. And when you think of an accountability organization or a culture of accountability, that information needs to cascade right down to the bottom level of the organization. Being easy to do business with, meaning, you know, buying and getting a product or service is is not always easy. But if it's frustrating to a customer or potential customer, then they they simply won't uh, do business. The last thing on an outward-facing perspective is, does the sales organization and its leadership and its sales rope team, is it really clear on its core story? For inward-facing tools and strategies, 
I think first and foremost, a good understanding of the organization's business model and what are the key economic drivers that make or can make the organization successful. That is really imperative to know for the sales organization. Having good sales tool and sales discipline and having those tools available and processes well-managed, that is imperative. Having a strong sales leader that's focused on growth and development of customer relationships, new customer segments, uh, channels that allow for success, and also having that good sales leader develop and grow their team. And lastly, on an inward-facing perspective, having really good recognition and reward systems and a culture that allows for uh, and recognizes and rewards for success. I think that is imperative. Wow, that's a lot of really good stuff to think about. And I, I love that you're also talking about understanding your sweet spot and what's unique to the organization and the story. You know, it also makes me think of, Pierre, how important is it to encourage a learning culture? Uh, I think that it's imperative. Um, not everything is, is, is as equally important as some things. And I think this, having a learning culture is imperative. Having uh, sales leaders and representatives stay sharp and ahead of the game is imperative. And to do that, information is power information uh, and access to tools and resources to help people think better, work better, and strive towards commonality around, you know, what does success really look like? So having a learning culture and a learning environment is imperative to actually stay sharp, uh, stay focused, stay clear, and uh, be focused on success. So tell us about the principles of a performance readiness audit and how it can help larger organizations really lower risk of failure. Also, how can performance scorecarding help to improve the success of teams? It's really important to, to, to understand what is a performance readiness audit. Essentially, the audit is a process and tools that we've developed that result that help organizations and sales leaders assess the strength, the weakness, and the probability of success for the of their most important sales and our business objectives. And, and through that, what essentially we do is we link each core objective with sales processes, key initiatives, or projects to then assess the strength, the weakness, and the probability of success of achieving those objectives and the priorities by using real data and making certain assumptions around resources, discipline, budgets, and people. And then through that exercise, when we identify those strengths and weaknesses and probability of success, we then help that sales organization identify what are some of the risk mitigation strategies, projects, or tools to help optimize their talent um, and their resources available to them to actually achieve that success. So the performance uh, readiness audit really gets down to truly understanding what are the risks and what are the opportunities. A performance scorecard helps leaders and teams focus on real hard on the, on the goals that matter the most, and it helps create a, a performance management and monitoring system that showcases the cause and effect of where success is gained or where failures like to occur. An early warning system to avoid risk that is occurring or ultimately to avoid a risk event. So let's talk about assessing potential impact and required discipline. What are things to consider when trying to determine readiness to achieve results and the potential roadblocks getting in the way of success? The thing to consider, uh, I think, about achieving results and, and removing potential roadblocks is really what is the clarity of the strategy and the plan and how it links directly to the business objectives and really the day-to-day -day expectations of the sales team and reps. So what I look for in terms of 
an organization's ability to achieve those results are, is there a direct link between sales goals and, indi- and individual sales accountability based on the organizational expectations? And unless there is clarity down to the sales rep level or territory, then it becomes group think and group work, and it doesn't empower and engage the right people uh, with the necessary tools or insights or even expectations to help them move beyond their comfort zone to actually you know, stretch goals and achieving these things. So having that clarity strategy and plan and individual accountability is imperative. The other thing is is uh, having the right motivators, meaning rewards and consequences that drive the right behaviors. If you get measurement wrong, then everything else becomes wrong because what gets measured gets talked about and what gets talked about gets done. And if the conversations are flawed based on measures of success, then everything else will fail as well. Having good access to sales modeling and management tools are imperative to look at what is the probability of success or failure and where does an organization and team need to focus its resources, uh, time and effort and money to really make things matter. Yeah, and it makes me think of, well, when is it necessary to confront underperformance? So talk to us about the culture shift needed in an organization to move away from wishing for the right results to actively mining and monitoring for gaps and opportunities to really get the results you need. Well, you know what? Uh, The culture really is created by the organizational leader and the experience of the people that are actually working for that individual. Because I work in a world of performance um, and results uh, for our clients, Oftentimes, they hear nothing uh, but the problems. And I try to shift the thinking around to, okay, let's, let's worry about the problems, but let's be more concerned about the opportunity. Let's understand our weaknesses and our gaps, our threats, and let's focus on what we can get better at based on our core competencies. So when you think of underperformance, um, it's really important to understand what, is, what does underperformance mean? What does success mean? And I think having clarity of strategy and measurement uh, and what matters most is imperative to truly understand, you know, what underperformance is and when to actually start talking about it and addressing it. So it needs to be defined. You need to understand, you know, uh, when things are likely to go wrong. So unless you have a good uh, monitoring system around the right targets, uh, around the right measures, what these things look like either in terms of revenue, profitability, market share, uh, product extensions, retention rates, that sort of thing. Unless you're really clear on those things, you can't have the right conversation. If you are clear on these things and the and the experience is, holy crap, we're not hitting these targets or not likely to hit the targets, that's when the conversation needs to occur upfront, real time, and not after the fact. The conversation needs to occur real time as it's happening. And if you have a, a model that allows you to look at probability of success and failure, and you've got real-time data indicating, you know, what is likely to occur, that's when the conversation needs to be had. Another question for you, Pierre, is what are the fundamental internal technologies? So if you look at things such as CRM or HRIS, which are necessary for larger organizations to really build, maintain, and monitor a high-performance culture? Having real-time and accurate data is imperative, and I believe that a good CRM uh, system is imperative, more so than an HRIS system. Uh, HRIS system helps managers make decisions around performance, changes for employees, et cetera, et cetera. But in a sales organization, a good CRM um, tool process methodology uh, with good data in means uh, real-time insight around the opportunities. And to manage 
customer issues, to manage probability of success, to manage probability and opportunity for extensions of existing clients and customers and and where they can uh, tap into uh, the market to grow the customer base. So the CRM is probably a more meaningful and effective tool for a sales organization. To me, that is more imperative than an HRIS system to really build a high-performance culture in a sales organization. I feel we have so much more we could talk about today, Pierre. Uh, Thank you for all of this really, really rich insight. Thanks for being on the show today, Pierre. Thank you, Kristen. It was lovely. And thank you for joining us for the Sales Tips for the Pros podcast brought to you by the CPSA. Thank you for listening to the Sales Tips for Pros show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian Professional Sales Association at cpsa.com.